House Civis Broadcasting. Citizens of Sharn, I'm so happy to be speaking to you from our House Civis Broadcasting Station here at the tippy top of the city. Today is the 20th of Rayan, Year of Our Kingdom, 997. And this is the very first public House Civis broadcasting. My name is Alufi Haskell de Civis, and joining me is my co-host and the mind behind the Echoer system, Silas de Civis. It's a pleasure to be here today. How about we talk about ourselves for a moment? Well, I, I think that would be the most appropriate, considering we're going to be broadcasting to all of these different fantastic folks here in Sharn. And I would like them to know who we are before we continue. I, I agree entirely. Uh, so, as I said, my name is Alufi Haskell. Uh, my father is Harless Haskell de Civis. You might know him because uh, he's spent the past 20 years of my life trying to figure out the best one-word greeting. He's between salutations and hello. Oh, that's that's quite an accomplishment for 20 years. Entirely. Uh, I, I bet he went through all of them. Uh, he had a stint on on just goblin greetings, thinking that they were going to be the best no matter what. Uh, that, that is a very interesting take, uh, especially given the amount of people who do speak Goblin, mm -hmm. but I think he probably decided uh, against that based on the fact that everyone doesn't speak Goblin. Exactly. And common should clearly be the way, as that is what everyone exactly. speaks. Exactly. The common, the common <clears throat> trade uh, language is probably the best. Um, so uh, I've been a member of House of Civis, obviously, my, my whole life. Uh, I was dragon-marked rather young, actually. Um, very wonderful experience for me, I guess. And I have been working alongside Mr. Silas here on this wonderful project. Uh, you chose me specifically to help spearhead this. Uh, Silas, why don't we talk about you, your backstory, and then uh, move on to the Echoer system in general? Well, I, I, I can't imagine that my backstory would be anything that the folks out there want to hear. Uh, let's be honest. I didn't get my mark until much later in life, and I ended up being a full heir of Sybaris. And as you can tell, it's top I, to bottom. It really is. But uh, the fact is that a lot of people didn't expect much from me headed into anything. And because of that, uh, I, I don't have a lot of interesting story to tell. I ended up doing a lot of menial projects, uh, but I did get the backing for this one from House Civis, and I must say uh, that I'm so appreciative that we could roll this into something meaningful for Sharn. I agree. And we, we were talking a, a few weeks ago, actually, about your plans for this system. Our hope is to have it continent spread. Uh, I think that that is something that we would like to do, but realistically, I think we have to stick with Sharn for the moment. The Manifest Zone here in Sharn does make it ideal for what we're doing. If we can find a way to roll it out to other places later on, that would be fantastic. But I feel like one more jewel in the crown that is Sharn is absolutely all right by me. I agree entirely. So let's talk about 
the echo system, uh, singer device, uh, you know, not, let's not get uh, too technical on all of it. You know, this is an exciting time, not a nap time. <laughs> well, I, I agree with that. I, I will be as brief, but as succinct as possible for our listeners, because the last thing I want is for them to fall asleep. So uh, essentially what we are dealing with here in the booth is a conical shape. It's not specifically conical, more of a rectangle. It's it's a cone. It, it, that, it is indeed a cone. And throughout that inside of that cone, we have different layers of dragon shards themselves, as well as intricacies of the magic woven directly into the metal. And then that comes through down to the base of the cone, out the back of which we have a Sybaris shard bound directly to it, and that is actually how we do all of our broadcasting. It is a multifaceted system that we have in place. Instead of using traditional one shard, maybe two, we have tried our best to incorporate all three shards to get consistent broadcasting of our sending spell. And, and it seems to be working. Now, on the other side, the echoers... Now, I do want to yes, comment oh, of course. Uh, on, the, on the singer device. It's kind of like a, an instrumental horn, or the, the talking pieces sometimes used at the Race of Eight Winds uh, to cheer on your team. Oh, oh like, like a bullhorn. Uh, kind of like a bullhorn. Yes. Oh, okay. I but can it's, see what it's you're... it's much yeah, more yes. ornate. Uh, and and the opposite the, way. Yeah, the yeah, opposite yeah, way, yes. Speaking in the big end. Into the big end. Into, down it, into the small, exactly. which then funnels it through into the shards, which then comes out the shard in the back, of course. Exactly. But yeah, but yes. I, I do see what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just to help uh, the folks that are that are listening in the taverns across Sharn. Also, a big thank you to... All of the wonderful taverns that have decided to back us and are currently listening in right now. And, of course, the House Civis Echoer stations that have been set up at the different Civis sending stations. So that way anyone in Sharn can listen in at any of our stations. And, of course, for any of those individuals who uh, have backed our play on this one and have their very own personal oh, echo or device yeah, in their homes. Yeah, th th there is no amount of gratitude that can be properly expressed to those in the city who have backed us as patrons. If you are a patron of House Civis, we, we greatly appreciate you, especially here in the Echo system. Without your generous contributions, we wouldn't be able to do this. Let's stop getting sentimental. <laughs> and how about you talk about the Echo device? Oh, of course, the Echo device. Uh, so the Echo device is uh, simply from what most people will see is the Echo box there. It is just a large chest cabinet, essentially. It uh, looks like a very ornate. Like a liquor like cabinet. Like a liquor cabinet. It, well, yes. I mean, that that was the inspiration. And so <laughs> uh, it folds open from there, and it reveals the inner workings. So once the doors are actually peeled back, that actually allows the voice to come through. When mm -hmm. those are closed, the schema inside, the etchings, it's not magically connected, and so it will prevent anything from coming out. And so once those are opened, it puts everything directly into place, allowing us to transmit to all of them simultaneously. So we are sending our voice to one, which sends it to the next, which sends it to the next, and it works in a multi-tiered system all the way down. Kind of like a like a fisherman's net. Yes, yes, very, very much so. Mm -hmm. It has to connect all of those, and that connects all across the city. So 
you spoke briefly about how Sharn is the best place for this to be because of the Manifest Zone. Could you elaborate on that for, for us? I would be delighted. So we have at each of the Singer devices a Kyber Shard that is specifically bound with an air elemental. And it uses air pathways created here in Sharn. So as we send a message to one, it relays to the next using those intricate air pathways that we've connected previously. And so it follows along that system, like a net, as you've said, that layers over top of everything. Without the manifest zone, we don't know that the air pathways would remain intact. It's a very complex system outside, and we haven't been able to master it as of yet. But we're hoping to. We really are. But Sharn seems uniquely capable at this moment in time. So it's kind of like our voices are traveling literally through the air to to get to all of our wonderful listeners. Yes, it travels right along the air pathways so or, or airways or air paths, whatever you want to call it. it. It moves along those and it hits the device and then that echoes your voice to the next device in line. Interesting. Yes, and then to the next, and then to the next. Which is why this device we're speaking into is called a singer, because we are we are singing into, yes, into the a, air. Yes, a singer was, uh, we worked a lot of different terms. Singer seemed to be the one that people responded best to. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaker didn't really work, because it's not actually speaking. It, it's, it's a very, there's a lot of things already named certain things, and they're associated with those things. So it, it's easier just to start a, from the a speaking stone no, at no, all we, or anything like no, that. No, no, we, we tried, uh, <laughs> but th- then that complicates the system because people associate speaking stones with speaking stones. Yeah, of course. Yes. So uh, we we had to do something different, and that's why we called it a singer. Now we did talk about possibly increasing the scope. Obviously, right now only the citizens of Sharn can hear us. But what do you think that the the international climate's going to be like? So we have been looking into different options uh, regarding that. One of the things that we've looked into is an emergency broadcast. So we take the spell, we cast it on a wide level like we're doing now mm-hmm. uh, during emergencies to indicate to people different issues that are going on in Sharn at that moment in time. Let's say there's a tower getting ready to fall. If we can get the message out to as many people as possible, we can save as many lives as possible. And that's why we have been working with the Sharnian government in order to make that possible. I mean, you know how the climate is here in Sharn, and things happen very quickly. Entirely. Uh, we all remember every year the, the glass tower fall. And I think it is important to know that that is a real possibility. Mm-hmm. So that is something that we've considered while working towards what we're doing here. Uh, I I think that other nations would benefit from that as well. Imagine if we could talk to other nations. If we knew what was going on in Karnath here in Sharn. If the Sharnian people felt more connected to more places. And bringing that gap together could be the way forward. I mean, a hundred years of war is... Well, it's it's not something we're going to get past. Exactly. Most most people don't even live that long. No. And and hopefully our device will allow instantaneous information to get in the hands of as many people as possible. We're in no way, shape, or form going to put out the Chronicle. 
Chronicle is very much its own thing. Goodness, no. Uh, we are looking into partnering with the uh, Sharn Inquisitive. Yes, we are uh, to indeed. To put out some some of their articles. They were supposed to have a gentleman come in today, uh, but we'll, we'll get into that later. Yes, yes. A few more questions. So you did briefly mention the emergency broadcast yes. system. Is that the reason why the whole Echoware system came about? Or uh, is there another reason why you decided to pursue this particular advancement in magic? I'd like to take a moment and say that we definitely did this because of the emergency broadcast system putting that into place but it wouldn't be true uh, we, we decided to do this simply out of pure luck there was an issue with a device that we were working on and it created a feedback loop because we were trying to figure out a way to condense down all messaging here in Sharn and when messages come into Sharn they come into specific stations and if you have too many messages at once, it creates a buildup. And we didn't know at the time, but that buildup can actually be intercepted through our devices. It can't be received through anyone who's not House Civis. It has to specifically still be a sending stone. But we were looking into that and creating a better system for sending. And that's how we ended up stumbling upon this. And... In creating it, it just seems like the next thing that we need for Sharn, the next thing we need for Corvair, what better way to move on from the horrors of the past but to embrace what comes next? I think that that is a very nice sentiment. And I think that the climate here in Sharn is uh, perfect for this. I mean, we have people coming and going from not only all parts of Corvair, but, I mean, Zendrick, too. It is It is a thing that we do indeed have. We are uniquely, uniquely situated here in Sharn to adapt new ideas. We're not Carnath mm -hmm. with our rich militaristic tendencies, and we're not on dare with our deeply magical... We, we, we embrace are, the change. Exactly. We are Brayland, and we are all about our 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 Brelish uh, ingenuity, I think, yeah. is, is what I've heard it. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Entirely. So uh, I would like to talk about uh, our upcoming ep episodes. Uh, we will be putting them out every single week on uh, on FAR each week. And the, the next five episodes are going to be on the uh, the Five Nations. Uh, on the 27th, uh, we'll be talking about Rayland. Oh, we do have a very interesting episode coming up at that time. We're going to take the time to discuss what makes Brayland Brayland. Mm -hmm. Why are we a different nation than a lot of other places? Let's be honest. We are substantially different in accepting new ideas as well as accepting new peoples. And I think exactly. that that is something that we should take the time to And we do have uh, a few wonderful guests for each of these episodes. Of course. Uh, after that, we're going to have an in memoriam for Siri. That will be a, a tough episode for all of us. I but think I think so that going over the morning, discussing what happened regarding the morning, and just remembering uh, is is we we had hoped to get everything up and running in time for the actual memorial, but we we didn't. Mm -hmm. But we're going to do our best to 
bring light to the situation and hopefully not upset anyone. Uh, after that, we're going to be talking about On Dare and uh, the wonders uh, that is that uh, wonderful nation. I've been there a few times myself. Well, um, as have I. It is absolutely breathtaking. It is. Uh, I, I, I will say that one of the things that Sharn does represent is just a mass of people, but On Dare is pristine. It is, it is such a beautiful place. Very clean. And always, everything. Always clean. Absolutely. But we're going to have a few guests on for On Dare. Um, one of them from the university, I, I believe. I, I believe we did get someone yes. from the university to come and sit with us from our mechanics. Uh, so after that, we have Carnaf. Um, and uh, I am happy to announce that we did secure uh, the headmaster of Reckonmark Academy. Uh, and I'm very... I was going to say, we, we will only have on the headmaster at their request. Yes, at their request, We yes. will not have anyone else on. We will focus entirely on the headmaster and discussing things with him. We will not. Of course, yes. Um, wonderful, wonderful person. And then after uh, we talk about Karnath on the uh, 27th of Sifros, uh we are going to end that little uh, segment, I guess, with Thrain and talking about Thrain's theocracy, the the movements against uh, the the silver flame within Thrain. Uh, plus, we'll get to talk about the flame itself, which I think mm-hmm. is important. Uh, I agree. Not to offend any of our host uh, followers, because a lot of people are sovereign host followers, but we do want to make sure that we take the time to talk about the flame and discuss the details of that. Now, at that time, uh, it will also be Kybersef, so we'll take the time to talk about that holiday with yes. our members of the Thranian population exactly. and go over the details. Exactly. And I think that uh, all of that's really important, um, talking about these few little holidays and and uh, the, the nations in general. I feel like... Um, we don't really talk about the other nations. I think in, that in after, other than in other than a, a very warlike. Yes, after a hundred years of being at each other's throats, there's a lot of animosity. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of false information, and there's a lot of things that we need to change. Uh, I, I know that everyone has certain expectations when they hear Carnath, and that's not entirely true. Nor is it entirely true when they hear the word Thrain. Uh, we need to help bridge that gap and get past a lot of our past issues. Mm-hmm. Of course, I mean, Brayland is the best. <laughs> <laughs> that is true in some regards, but we, we of course. Uh, haven't had any... Well, yeah, don't don't mind my patience. No, no, of course. Well, on such a momentous day, uh, we thought it'd be oh, really... Actually, if you don't mind for just a moment, uh, I would like to say uh, goodbye to everyone. I will have to step out of the booth, so that way we can have one of our guests come in. Uh, I wanted to thank everyone for listening, and hopefully we will have you next time on the Echoer System. Uh, this is Silas DeSivis, and I'm going to turn it over to you now. All right. Thank you. Of course. Uh, so, <laughs> we... Uh, as I was saying... We thought it would be uh, nice to read the Treaty of Throneholt uh, to the people of Sharn. Uh, we had hoped that the beloved Beggar Dane, 
uh, would come in, but he was unable to. So instead, today we have a beloved Sharnian tour guide, uh, one Kevin Capona, uh, to read to you. C- come on in. Yeah, that, that's your cue. Go on, go on. You, you can edit. Just right through here. Yep, come Okay, come on, oh, yeah. wow. It is a lot bigger than I thought it would be. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's not big for, like, but, like, for me, it's, you know, it's sizable. Uh, thank you. Just, uh, <laughs> try and... It's very warm in here. I didn't, I didn't expect that at all. Yeah. Whew. Okay, I'm all right. I'm all right. It just yeah. is so warm. Oh, my gosh. It is so warm. Is it warm in here? Uh, it is a little bit warm. Uh, we, we try not to have fans going because uh, the singer device will pick those oh, up. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. But they're going to they're gonna be able to see the whole thing, right? Uh, see? The capybara costume. That's the whole reason I'm wearing it. Uh, no, no uh, Mr. Capona. They'll only be able to hear your voice. They didn't tell me that. They said that I was going to be everywhere. They yes. said I was going to be everywhere, and I was like, oh, okay, that'd be your, great for... Your voice, yes. Yeah, the, I wouldn't have worn the whole costume. I would have brought my ukulele. That would have made more sense. Uh, yeah, no, it's just your voice. Oh, man. Uh, but uh, you did talk about your capybara outfit, which uh, looks wonderful up close, yeah, uh, it... might I say. Um, I've only ever seen you from afar. <laughs> Tell us just, just a little bit about yourself. Define a little, like, what exactly is it that you're asking for here? Uh, so, would you just explain uh, to all of our listeners uh, what it is you do? Uh, I Do I just right in here? Just, just... Do I just lean in? Do, do you one don't minute? have to no, I don't, no? No. No? No. Oh, okay. Is this a comfortable? Is this a comfortable range? What do you do, Mr. Capona? I am a tour guide here in the city of Sharn. I take people around... And I introduce them to all of the wonder that is Sharn. It, it's a lovely place, and I get to show new people here all of the wonder that it is. It's absolutely fascinating. Some of the things that people take for granted and that we have available here. And um, how did you decide that this was the best choice for you? Well, um, during the last war, things were... Well, I'm, I'm sure you know, uh, thing, things weren't exactly great. You're bad. And all the horror and carnage. It just seemed like it was time for a resurrection of sorts. Okay. And, and, and I, I'm not ashamed to admit that I wasn't cut for war. Mm-hmm. I lost uh, every... I lost people. Oh. I just couldn't take it any further. So I left. And I decided to join a prominent adventuring guild and head to Zendrick. Oh, and... I found that I was one hell of a guide, and I loved it. I absolutely loved it, and I was good at it, too. And then after a year, I took all of the savings I had, every single Galifar, and I purchased a mage red pony named Biscuit. I had well... never wanted anything as much as that pony. She gave me a new outlook on life. Someone to care for. And, but uh, the adventuring party that I had been a part of was exploring a set of runes when uh, we were scouting the runes when Drow found our encampment. 
I had been deep in the ruins, and when mm -hmm. I finally emerged, they, um, <clears throat> they had, uh, I made quick work of them, but they had, a. Uh, it, it's, it's it okay, taken biscuit for me. Okay, yep. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I had told her about yeah. Sharn. About the towers, about all her hidden splendor. And I just wanted to see them again and wanted to honor her. My best friend. Okay. So I, I started this business, this this tour towers, uh -huh. the tower tours. The tower tours? And I, I got lucky, and it, it caught on in a way I didn't expect, and now I get to be here. I, I got to uh, say, though, the Capybara outfit was uh, absolutely a, a mistake. <laughs> I, I oh, thought okay. it was a horse outfit, and uh, okay. I ended up, I did not know what a Capybara was. It's, but, it's, a, it's a large rodent. Yes, I, I, people, that that makes sense why they called me a rat. But you know what? People seem uh, very, very enthralled by it, and uh, it allows me to be important to the city, and I okay. can't, yeah. Well, uh, that is uh, wonderful, uh, Mr. Capona, but uh, how about you um, go ahead and take a moment to actually uh, read the Treaty of Thronehold for our listeners with your melodious voice. I, I would be delighted. I want to thank you again for having me here. <clears throat> uh, there's some water if you need oh, it. Thank you. I, I'm good for right now. I'm, okay. A reading of the Treaty of... <clears throat> Apologies, I have a bit of a tickle. That, that always happens at the worst times, doesn't it? It's always like, oh no, here's this momentous occasion. Why does it sound like my throat suddenly has like feathers in it? Give me just a second. Whenever you're ready, Mr. Capona. <clears throat> Got another one. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, oh, that was the one. Yep. There we go. All right, here we go. A reading of the 3DF Tronehold. Oh, no. Tronehold. My goodness. All the water got to my head. <laughs> no? Okay. Okay. A reading of the Treaty of Thronehold. Undare, Braylon, Carnath, and Thrain. These powers being described in the present treaty as the former nations. Dargoon, Eldine Reaches, Lazahar Principalities, Moorholds, Kabara, Talenta Plains, Valinar, and Zalargo. These powers constituting the former nations mentioned above the twelve nations as of one part. Bearing in mind that on the request of... Man, this is a preamble is very rambly. <laughs> More like a pre-ramble, am I right? <laughs> That one was good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, good, good. Uh, the 12 nations, uh, being equally desirous that war in which they were successfully involved directly or indirectly, and which originated with a declaration of war by Braylon, Carnath, and Thrain, on the 28th of Leverian, 894, year of our king, against Undare and Sire, the declaration of war by Braylon and Sire against Thrain, on the first Baracus, 911YK, and the declaration of Thrain against Sire and Undare. Oh my goodness, it just goes on like this for a while. They just jump back and forth. Them against them, and them against... I'm going to go ahead and skip down. Here we go. Uh, for this purpose, the high contracting parties represent as follows. 
the representative of Undare, the Honorable Arulia Iwarnan, Queen of Undare, acting in her own name and of her own proper authority, and the representative of Brayland, the Honorable Bornell Iwarnan, King of Brayland, acting in his own name and by his own proper authority. I met him once. The representative of Dargoon, the Honorable Harik Sherwakat, Lesh of the Dargoon and Chieftain of the Rocktosh, acting in his own name. Uh, act of, of my, I guess uh, 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 you're... Hold on, yep. just, just one second, hold on. Uh, no, I don't, I, I'm not quite sure. Um, okay. Do you want me to keep going, or...? Um, no, just, uh, uh, just... Just one second, there, there's, there's a bit of an issue. All right, not a problem at all, I can wait patiently. Does it affect if I speak a little? It, it does, I bet it. If I speak more into it, and it. <laughs> oh, Biscuit, you're my best friend. They turned you into glue. Now I'm all alone in life. Oh, what am I to do? Get another horse. Bap, bap, bap. Get another horse. Bap, bap, bap. Uh, so sorry about that. Uh, yeah. Am I reading the treaty or am I not reading the treaty? No, you, you, yeah. Do keep, I just keep going? Uh, actually, um, we are all out of time. But uh, I've got so much of it left. Thank you so much, everyone, uh, who uh, came. Because I could just keep going. Down. No, it's all right, Kevin. Just Do let they me want me to go to all the different civil stations just, and just read nope, to them? Because nope, I can, just, I can read to them all. Just let me, just let me close this out, please. Uh, we don't actually have enough time.